All right, here we are, episode 50 of the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast. Now, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the podcast. Specifically, I'm going to talk about why I started the podcast. I'm going to talk about how it's helped to grow my business, what I've learned, uh, what's some of the other things I've written down, how, how I make my episodes and some tips for starting a podcast if you're interested, and sort of what's next and what's on the horizon. Now, a lot of the things I'm going to talk about today, I'm pretty confident you'll be able to uh, apply in your own um, marketing strategy, specifically a content marketing strategy. You might be interested in starting a podcast. Maybe you're interested in video marketing or blogging or some other type of content marketing. Um, Either way, I do think that there's going to be some uh, useful information. But here's the thing, like I love talking about the podcast, but conveniently enough, people often ask me all about the podcast, Um, especially um, other lawyers and basically just anyone I come across. they Once they hear about this podcast that I do, they're, they're quite curious. So look, I'm happy to talk about it. And I figured episode 50, let's sort of, let's get a bit reflective and talk about, you know, where I was and, and what it's done and, and where we can go next. So that's kind of how it's going to go. Now, before we dive in, there's a law firm marketing plan, uh, which I talk about in every bloody episode, and there's a coaching call as well, which you can get. So if you look at the links in the description, if you want to get a free law firm marketing plan, um, then grab that. That's free. Hit the link, PDF download. Awesome. Now, if you are looking for some real uh, specific one-on-one tailored advice, I am now offering paid coaching calls. You can apply for one of those. There's a link in the description. If there's no link in the, in the description, then you're listening on a podcast platform that doesn't allow links for some reason. I was checking Apple Podcasts the other day and it seems to work fine there and I'm, hopefully it works in Spotify. But anyway, if you can't see a link, just go to legalsites.com.au, go to the podcast page and, and go and look at the episodes and you should see um, the link. If you look at the episode page for this um, episode, you should see the links there. Now, if you want to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review, subscribe and tell a friend about this podcast. I also just want to give a shout out to those people who have left ratings for this podcast and left really kind reviews. Um, It makes me feel really good. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you have ideas for future episodes, please feel free to connect with me through legalsites.com.au or you can just hit me up on LinkedIn. Now, finally, just want to introduce myself. I am your host, Brennan Kelso, law grad turned law firm marketing specialist, founder of legalsites.com.au, and you're listening to the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast. And in this podcast, you'll learn how to leverage the most time efficient law firm marketing strategies to get more leads, more clients, and more profit. So let's get on with it. So, <clears throat> why did I start this podcast? Well, there's a few reasons. First of all, I felt like I was doing um, content marketing, mostly blog articles, and those have worked really well, uh, especially for SEO and bringing traffic to the website. But the thing with writing I've found is that it can be quite hard to connect and build rapport with people on a different level, on a more of a personal level. So I thought I'd have a go at video and or podcast. Now, um, I really wanted to build that rapport with my audience. So I started with uh, video podcasts where I had a video and an audio version. So I'd upload the video podcast to YouTube and I would uh, use the audio version for a podcast 
podcast platforms. Now, um, that was fine. Um, I did a few episodes. I had a few false starts at the start because I just felt like I was terrible. Uh, but uh, once I got, got going, um, look, it was just... It was so much effort doing the video thing. You know, you'd have to wait till you have good lighting. And I'm a morning person. So often when I'd want to do a podcast, it was dark outside. Uh, didn't want to buy, you know, fancy lighting and all that stuff. And I just wanted to plug in a microphone and just and go. And I wanted to really simplify um, the, you know, the creation of episodes and the release of it. And I really... I'm old enough now to know if something's really difficult, I'm, I, I'm less likely to stick with it. If I can make it really easy, if I can reduce the friction, then I can build a habit much easier. And anyway, that's what I found anyway. And so after five episodes or six episodes or so of doing the video as well, I was like, this is just too difficult. I've got too much on anyway. I've you know got to balance client work. I'm not like a full time content creator, um, so I scrapped the video. Like I kept the video episodes up on YouTube. You can go and watch them if you if you want. I do cringe a little bit um, when I watch or listen to myself in the early episodes. Whilst I think I was okay, I felt like I was kind of. Um, a bit like on in a way, like uh, not really being myself, just trying to be a little bit too extra as uh, some would say, like a bit too full on. But look, they're okay. Like the content's good. I just thought I was a little bit too much. Um, but uh, look, I've kept it up there because I think the content's good. So um, yeah, you can go and um, check those out on YouTube if you want. A quick shout out, uh, a quick plug. If you are not subscribed to the Legal Sites YouTube channel, um, please consider subscribing. That would really help. I am I'm going to try and release um, some more videos when I get the time in the future. I've released two fairly like in the last month or so. Um, so yeah, some, sometimes there are things that don't really work well on a podcast platform. Sometimes it's better if I or a podcast medium. Sometimes it's much more useful for my audience if I can just do a video and I can do like a screen capture and I can show you how to do specific things that I'm talking about. And sometimes it might work better on a podcast. So I'm going to do videos every now and then. So if you want to keep up with that, please consider subscribing. So yeah, why I started the podcast, I felt like it was it was difficult to connect with people, um, you know, possible like potential new clients, existing clients, um, just people in, you know, in my in my network. It was quite hard to connect just with, you know, writing. So I wanted to try video and or podcasting. And so yeah, I I, I you know, scrapped the video because it was too hard um, or too much work. You know, if this was my full time thing, you know, maybe I could have done it, but it's not, you know, I've got clients. Um, who um, need me. So, yeah. And then I was also at a, in a growth growth phase of the business where I really um, I was doing well, but it was important to me to um, get more clients and to really get the name out there. And, uh, you know, a good way of doing that is with a consistent content marketing strategy. And, uh, you know, even in the year 2021, or it was 2020 when I started the podcast, still not a lot of people um, in marketing agencies doing podcasts. Um, there, are, there are plenty of them out there, but there are still so many other 
uh, there's just so much of my competition out there that aren't doing this. Um, I don't, I'm not even aware of any other, uh, law firm marketing agencies or there are a few, I think there are one or two in the country who might have a podcast, but, um, yeah, at the time I was like, there's not a lot of people doing this. Um, uh, let's have a go. So really wanted to, um, yeah, use a podcast to attract more people to the business, uh, more clients. Um, and I really also just wanted to challenge myself and I was interested in podcasts. So I, I consider it a creative outlet. I enjoy writing. I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy producing content and videos and all of that stuff. So it was just one of those things I was interested in doing. So those are sort of main, the main three reasons was like building that rapport. Really also, I've found that, uh, doing this really helps to sort of build that trust and that, you know, it really helps my, um, potential new clients to really feel, you know, confident um, in dealing with me. So those are three reasons. Now, how has it helped to grow the business? Now, I might sound like a little bit of a broken record here, so I have to, might have to repeat a few things. But look, here's the thing. It's really helped to build rapport, as I've already mentioned. Um, it really helps to build rapport with potential clients, existing clients, other people in the industry, and so on and so forth. I really noticed once my podcast was at about episode 10 or so, when I was having um, like discovery calls, strategy sessions, you know, with potential new clients, if they had listened to the podcast, it was a totally different vibe. Like when I was talking to them, they felt like, at least this is how I perceived it, but they just seem so much more comfortable, so much more sure of their decision to work with me. And there was just, I didn't have to, um, I didn't have to persuade them in any way. Uh, you know, they, they, but most of them had already made up their mind. They just wanted to have a quick chat. So that rapport building and that, you know, building that trust and that authority and expertise, it was just really good to see that it was working, or at least it, it appeared to be working. So I noticed, yeah, that I was getting a, you know, a, a better, um, you know, what do you call it? Like a, a higher success rate with, uh, you know, getting new clients. So that was great. Um, it's really helped with SEO as well uh, for legal sites. So a lot of people actually listen to the podcast directly through the website. Now, it gives me a reason to bring people to my website with new content at least once a week. Uh, so there's so many reasons why the podcast has been good for the, the SEO. But, you know, a few is, you know, we've got re- re- consistent content being produced on the website. We've got people coming to the website and listening and spending a long time on the website, which these are all um, indicators to Google that maybe my website should, you know, be shown to more people on Google. So these are all, um, these can be considered ranking factors. So time on page, you know, releasing new content consistently. Um, there was many other reasons, but uh, yeah, uh, it's enabled me to rank for more keywords because a lot of the podcast episodes that I have um, are based on common search queries that people have. And so I get people coming to my website uh, who have searched for something on Google and they find the podcast episode. Um, So many other reasons, but really good with SEO. Um, It's helped me to become a better communicator, at least I I hope it has, but I feel like I'm more natural um, talking on camera now. I feel like I'm better at communicating with, uh, you know, uh, other people in the industry. I feel like I'm better at communicating with potential clients and existing clients. Uh, You know, I've talked about uh, on YouTube that I do, uh, I do encourage people to use video messaging. And I now feel like when I do video messages, I feel really comfortable just talking on camera and, and, uh, and giving that content 
content to people. So it really helped me to be to become a better communicator. And I just feel like I'm more natural now. You know, when when a camera is on me, for example, I don't sort of go into salesman sort of mode, which is what I think I used to do. Um, I think it's helped me. This podcast has really helped me to learn more about marketing because those who have listened to my episodes, you'd probably, well, a lot of people tell me that there's um, there's a lot of information and it's it's uh, it's good, but they they need to often come back and listen again a few times with a pen and paper and write notes down and all that stuff. So uh, I don't half-ass my episodes. So some of my episodes are over thirty minutes, just jammed full of information uh, that I really want people to to have. So. Um, yeah, I've I've had to research my episodes, of course. So I've learned more about marketing as a result of teaching it. Now, this podcast has also helped to open doors for me and for the for the business. So I've been able to write for other bigger websites that previously I might not have had access to. And these are the, these people approach me. Um, I don't have to approach anyone. Uh, well, I, I still do approach people, but uh, the, I'm getting a lot more. Um, you know, uh, bigger websites and blogs approaching me and asking me for content, which is fantastic because it gets my name out there. I'm able to help them as well. And, you know, I get a backlink as well. The links are really good. So those links point to legal sites from, you know, really, uh, high authority websites, uh, like, uh, well, there's quite a few of them out there. I've, I've done an article for Lawyers Weekly, for example, which is a, as if, as quite a, as quite a good website, quite a good platform. So it's opened a lot of other doors. It's open doors for speaking engagements as well. So many other things. Now, it's really helped me to grow my email list. As you probably know, in every episode, I talk about the law firm marketing plan, which is really high quality. But, you know, when someone downloads that, they um, they, they are added to my email list. So uh, that's really helped me to grow that as well. And that email list, you know, those people on the list usually get one email a week, usually just letting them know about the next podcast episode or the next piece of content that's out. So it's a uh, it's a pretty chill uh, email list to be a part of. Um, I don't have the time at the moment to send people a lot of emails anyway. So I know you guys probably get enough emails. So now it's also, this is sort of in addition to the email list, but doing a regular piece of content, um, usually weekly, it's really helped me to keep um, relevant and at the at the front of people's minds, or at least somewhere, um, somewhere there. So generally, it, be, it helps me to be, remain more relevant. So I'm not just some random guy who um, maybe provided someone with a blog article once, and then they looked at it, and then they left, and then they, they never came back. Now, if they sign up for the law firm marketing plan, or if they sign up for a strategy session, then they get on the email list, and then I can send them um, an email once a week uh, with the new podcast episode that's out, or I can update you know on linkedin i usually will promote something on linkedin once a week so just make make sure that you know i'm i'm remaining as relevant as possible um so yeah having a having a content marketing strategy that's consistent really helps me to yeah remain relevant and uh in in people's minds so those are quite a few things that have uh the, the 
those are a few things that have uh, what, how do I explain this <laughs> the things that I've just listed you know the building rapport building trust helping with SEO becoming a better communicator help me learn more about marketing opening doors growing my email list making me you know keeping me relevant all these these are all things that have helped my business these are all results that I've received and these are all things that uh, could be um, applicable to you as well if you were to try something similar to what I've done now, I'm just going to take a quick drink of water away from the microphone. Okay. Now, what have I learned? Here's a few things. I've learned, well, I kind of some of these things like I kind of already knew and you probably already know, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Consistency uh, helps a lot. Primarily, I've found that Having like a, a release and con- like a, a a strategy with uh you know um, a, a schedule that's really helped me to produce more content. If I didn't sort of have a goal of releasing one episode every week at the same time, I'm not sure I would have released so much information and so much content so quickly. So consistency really helps. Um, it's really helped me by making this as easy as possible for me to do it. Okay, so. Um, I just have a microphone that plugs directly in to my laptop. I'm in my study and I just plan my episodes and I just talk on the microphone. Now, if I have an interview with someone, then, you know, that's usually just done through Zoom. I don't have to, I don't have a, you know, a fancy podcast studio. I don't have a producer. I don't have, I don't know. I don't have much friction. I've made this as easy as possible. Okay, that's one of the reasons why I stopped doing the video format because it was making it difficult. Now, another thing I've learned that works well for me is every now and then I'll listen back to maybe an episode, okay, that's already been released and it'll just give me some perspective because I'm like my worst critic. So, if I have a a few weeks uh, between listening to an episode, then I can listen to it with fresh uh, ears and I can be more honest with myself. And like I listened to an episode yesterday and I was like, oh, it's actually kind of good. That's good. It's good to know that I'm putting information out there that I'm proud of. And uh, But I still, you know, we'll listen back and I'll just think, how could I do a little bit better? And then I'll just make notes and I'll just try and improve. Um, and that's what I was really doing in the uh, in the early days, I had I was constantly writing myself feedback on how I can do better in the next episode. Now, a few other things I've learned: done is generally better than perfect. Uh, if I if I listen back to okay, so when I do an episode, um, I generally just I don't do cuts. Okay, it's just the whole way through generally, um, and there's no like edits and all that stuff usually, and I generally won't listen back to it. Um, until maybe, you know, quite a long time will have to pass before I'll let myself listen to an episode. So I don't listen to it. I just put it out there because if I was to listen to it, I would go through and I'd find something that I need to change and I probably have to redo the damn thing over and over again. So I just get it out there. Okay. And some of the episodes that I thought were um, not my best ended up being received really well. So just goes to show that Sometimes I don't really know, um, you know, what what is good and what's not. Uh, what really comes down to what really matters is how it's received, I suppose. Now, another thing I've learned uh, or that's worked well for me is just to give good information. Uh, just give it out there. Give it, give it for free. I don't hold back my best advice. Like it's basically all on this podcast. Um, 
I would encourage you to go back and listen to old episodes as well. Uh, there's so much information out there. Uh, you get all the, the, the best stuff. If I can communicate it um, through this podcast, then I will. And, and I've done that. So, um, yeah, look, don't worry about, uh, oh, you know, is it, is it so good that I should be charging for it? No, just, I just give out good information for free. And like, here's the reality. Like, most people who are running a small law firm, they're not going to have time to do all these things that I'm talking about. That's what, like, that's why people hire me. Now, that's not the, uh, that's not the, uh, you know, evil strategy behind the whole podcast. It's, uh, look, some people out there are going to, to actually do these things themselves. And some have, um, have actually, some have actually applied the information I've, I've given them and they've just done everything themselves. And like, I feel great about that. Uh, I read a review on Apple podcast where someone said they've done exactly that. Uh, it's been really helpful for, for, for starting their law firm. And I think, well, that's fantastic. Um, and, uh, look, if, uh, you know, for the majority though out there, it's going to be very difficult for them to do all the marketing that they need to need to do, do all the SEO and all the and learn all the skills necessary to really market their law firm um, or take it to the next level. And I, I understand that. And if they do um, want to hire me, then that's great. Or if they, you know, are given the, the right information so that they can hire someone else um, and they know what they're looking for, then that's also um, a good thing as well. Basically, I just want to give people the information that's worked well for me and they can do what they want with that. So I've just learned to just give really good information. You know that I don't make episodes that are just sort of fluff. Uh, at least I think I don't. Uh, generally, I I try to provide really specific information that that you'd probably, um, you know, you probably want to take notes for because, um, you know, I read off my notes and uh, yeah, so I just give the best information I can. I don't hold back. Now, I found that that's worked. And another thing that's really worked well for me and one of the things that I've learned, but I kind of already knew anyway, is that you just got to get started. If there's some sort of content marketing strategy or idea you've got out there, uh, just get into it. So, you know, when I started, look, I've looked at other podcasts in the legal industry and there are some of them that are really well produced and really well promoted and a lot of time appears to go into these podcasts now that's great um for those people and uh i listen to a lot of those podcasts and i like them but i simply just don't have the time um or maybe i'm just not like hyper productive like some people out there like i'm pretty productive but yeah, look, I've, I had to ask myself, like, what are my goals? So my goals were really just to build rapport, uh, build that trust and expertise and just, uh, I had a financial goal, uh, and I wanted to use the podcast to hopefully build up the clients and, and get more clients and reach that goal. And I've reached that goal and I, I think I, you know, estimated at the time of starting this podcast that, you know, I really just need to get good information out there. Um, and have a certain amount of people listening, uh, on, uh, on average per week. And, uh, and, and that should do the job. And it has. So I've, you know, uh, yeah, like I just made sure that hopefully the, um, you know, the, the microphone is good enough that people can hear me. It sounds okay. They can hear the information. The information hopefully is delivered in a, you know, reasonably fast way and is reasonably accessible. And, and that's it. You know, I can't stand podcasts with shit audio. So I, you know, went out and got a decent microphone. It was only 
$180 or something from EB Games down the road. You can get it from JB Hi-Fi or any of those other places, but you know, it's just a plug and plug into the, the laptop and, and just pretty much go. So, um, I just, you know, I could have done way more with promotion and production and I, and I could, I could hire a producer. Maybe I will in the future. I don't know. Um, but it's, uh, I just had to run my own race and just get started. Okay. I could have paid for ads. Haven't paid for any ads, for example. Um, so there's always something else I could have done, but really what I found worked well for me was just to get started and just to figure it out along the way. Okay. Um, now I'm, I know this episode is, uh, Actually, I'm going to try, I'm going to wrap this up as, oh, I'm not going to wrap it up right now, but we're going to keep it going. We're getting towards the end. So let's talk about how I make my episodes and tips for starting a podcast. We'll go through that fairly quickly, and then I'll just quickly talk about what's next on the horizon. So how do I make my episodes and, and, and tips for starting a podcast? Now, I have a microphone called a Blue Yeti microphone. It looks nothing like a Yeti and it's not blue, um, but that's the, the brand. The brand is blue, I think, and the style of microphone is Yeti. Uh, these are really good. You've probably seen them used by YouTubers, for example. It's just a USB microphone, plugs directly into the computer, um, and uh, yeah, it's great. Um, I just, you know, went down the road and bought it there. So super easy. Uh, I have one little quick tip. If you're going to do a podcast, microphone, speak close to the microphone. Obviously, we're not doing ASMR here, but speak reasonably close because it's going to make your voice sound nicer. If you speak further away, there's going to be like more echo. Okay. Um, and ensure you're in a quiet room. Okay. Now, I use Buzzsprout. That's like the distribution platform I use to get the podcast out there on Apple Podcasts and all those places. Little tip, if you can, pay for mastering through Buzzsprout. I've been doing that recently and it really helps the podcast to sound better and to be louder and easier for people to hear, especially if they're listening to it like in the gym, for example, where it's a bit noisy. So that's really good. Okay, Buzzsprout and I get that. That's got automatic mastering on it. Now, I use GarageBand to record the audio. That's the audio platform that comes with uh, Apple um, products like computers and iPhones. Little tip is to use compression. Okay. So that's going to even out the dynamics. So sometimes when you talk, there's going to be, um, a dynamic range, right? So sometimes you'll talk softly, sometimes, um, average and sometimes really loud by accident. If you cough, for example, and stop and forget to cough away from the microphone. If you use compression, it really evens out that dynamic range to keep everything, um, reasonably loud and, and easy to hear. Now, if you listen to the radio, uh, commercial radio they're, they're, they're smashing the compression okay there's tons of compression on those um on the djs there okay so use compression that's easy to use in garage band um and uh ensure that the microphone isn't distorting or peaking so it should be in the green or a little bit yellow but don't get it in the red okay um and if you're going to use Buzzsprout, when you use mastering, it will um, raise the overall volume as much as it can without distortion. Now, I plan my episodes just on a Google document. Okay, super easy stuff there. Uh, I uh, have a basic release strategy. So I generally record a podcast on the same day every week, generally on a Friday. Right now, it is a Friday. I generally release early in the week. Um, I promote on socials. I promote it on an email list. I add the podcast to my website so that people are actually going to my website as well. And they're not just going to Apple Podcasts, for example, and so on and so forth. But so on and so forth. But have a basic release strategy and, sh- and try and stick to it. 
And as I've already said, is just try to get started. So I invested minimal money into this and minimal time. I didn't spend all this time researching how to do podcasts and all that stuff because, you know, I just had to stick to my goals. Okay. And my goals weren't like overly ambitious. So, um, yeah, I just invested minimal money. I got into it. Uh, I, I, you know, I also believe that like if I'd invested tons of time and money and by the time I actually sat down to do a podcast episode, I might've actually hated doing it. I might've being terrible or how would you know so the best way for me to actually know this is going to be a thing that i'm going to do is just to to start doing it so that's kind of you know that was the, the approach for me so um what is next so <laughs> i'm saying the word so a lot uh, i used to upload weekly um but now i'm not uh you know i, I i've i've reached I'm where I'm in a good place right now. So I'm not committing to a release schedule right now. I might change my mind in the future. Um, so I'll upload videos when I have time. Now I highly encourage you to go back and listen to the other episodes if you haven't already. Uh, I am going, I have no plans on stopping this podcast. It's just I'm very busy with my clients and the priority for me um, as far as the business is concerned is, um, to, uh, serve my clients. So I wouldn't feel right, um, doing a podcast episode on a, on a day, you know, when I've got other client things that are, um, more urgent, for example. So the priority is my clients. So time's a big factor here. And you know that I don't half ask my podcast episodes. So, uh, they take a bit of time to prepare. Um, I'm fairly efficient with doing it, but, uh, look, it's, it takes time. Um, and it takes time out of the day, so uh, I'm I'm currently not committed to a release schedule, um, but uh, all of that can change. Now, <clears throat> uh, are you uh, okay? A few other quick things. I would encourage you to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, if you're not following legal sites on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, I'd encourage you to do so if that's okay, because I will be releasing some more content on YouTube and there is already some new content up there as well. I'm really interested in diversifying the content that I put out there now. So I'm not just doing a podcast episode every week. There's a bit more variety now with my LinkedIn um, promotions and all these other things that I do. Like the other day, I just posted did some of my favorite uh, stock photos of people falling over and I put that on LinkedIn and that did really well. Uh, I've done a similar post to that a while ago and that one um, went really well. So that's, uh, you know, I like to I like to um, keep people guessing. So it is kind of relevant though because I have to find stock photos for law firm websites and I, I have clients who do personal injury and I've always found slip and fall photos to be incredibly funny. Um, so... Yeah, go on LinkedIn if you want and, and have a look at that post that I did. Might be good for a laugh. Now, uh, I'm going to include some links in the description um, for you to find, uh, you know, YouTube and all that stuff. Okay, so really appreciate it. if you are interested in following me on uh, on YouTube, go and uh, subscribe if, that, if that's okay. Of course, I can encourage you to download the marketing plan if you haven't already. And if you need more specific advice, consider applying for a coaching call. But uh, look, I'm going to wrap up the episode right now. Um, thank you so much for all the support out there. Uh, feels great to hit 50 episodes and it feels great 
to, to be able to help people and thank you once again you know, for listening in and love all the feedback that I get from people as well it really really helps so uh, yeah there you go um, until next time I'm Brandon Kelso and you've been listening to the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast alright thanks bye for now